0: welcome back everybody to true north talk this is episode 11 of season two with your favorite hosts, pdb and josie j aka peter burnett and joseph Staten. um peter this is going to be a welcome back episode of sorts we've been bogged down with holiday planning with crazy schedules um there's just a lot going on but i think you have a little bit of a life update to share with everybody don't you
1: yeah a little bit just a little bit and and when when you said holiday just a planning... Minor, this is a minor just, change just it's a minor minor change that's what Joe and I have been joking about and when you said uh when you said holiday planning you the listeners can't see this, but I kind of smiled and kind of chuckled at myself because I'm like, well, you might have been holiday planning, but your boy here was proposal planning <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah, so for kind for of the both, listeners though, right kind of both, though. oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely a little bit of both, but um that was I mean that. we
0: were we were day of planning. We were, True. We were. We were. Game. But we I literally, was literally game day planning.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Literally. Literally game day, and we were. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll tell a story here a little bit too. But um, we, we've talked about her on the podcast. Brooke is now my fiance. No longer. No longer my girlfriend. She's my fiance now Ooh. because because <laughs> I asked go. her asked her to marry me on Thanksgiving Day. Um, just. A day, obviously, so much to be grateful for. And that's what we're going to dive into in this episode. Gratefulness, Thanksgiving, you know, just kind of celebrating life and everything during this holiday season. But I felt like that was the right moment. You know, knowing her family is very important and as as it should be for for all of us. But I just I know the importance of family to her. And so the setup of it was, you know, because I didn't know the house. I actually I went there the night before to drop off the ring and my camera did a little bit of recon work um, on mm. Wednesday night and dropped off all that stuff. And I it was dark, so I didn't really get a chance to like, look around too much. I knew from from what Joe had told me that it was a nice kind of wooded area in the back. And so then day of arrives and Joe and Sarah are there and I have to kind of kind of pull them aside a little bit. And Brooke, Brooke said she was getting a little bit suspicious in, in those moments when we were kind of off talking a little <laughs> bit. And we were trying to figure out what the best way to do it was. We talked about... Brooke and I walking alone back in that path behind behind uh Sarah's Sarah's uh Joel and Natalie her parents behind the back of their house talked about coming around that path and coming back and then popping the question um but kind of something that that we kind of landed on that was that was actually shout out Daniel if if you know if he listens to the podcast his idea I believe was to yeah. do it while playing football and so w- once that idea came about I was like okay this could really work so the goal was to have her go for a deep pass, I would be defending. She would have her back turned to me, and while her back was turned, I'd get down on one knee. Obviously, she comes back, you know, towards the quote-unquote huddle, towards the line of scrimmage, and there I am on one knee. Didn't quite go to plan. Struggled to get the ring out at first, but said said she, so. She started walking back to the huddle. She had dropped the pass and was a little disappointed about that. Um, but that mm. disappointment quickly turned quickly turned to joy when when I said Brooke Brooke twice got down on a knee and asked, you know, Brooke, Ashley Pugh, will you marry me? And just told her then how how incredibly grateful I am for her. And of course, she said yes. And so just an an incredible moment, just a moment full of joy. And, you know, Joe and Joe and I shared a special moment, you know, soon after that, too, of of just kind of the realization, you know, we've we started as friends. We really grew into brothers, both in Christ and just because of our our close friendship, a brotherhood Um, and kind of that realization then hit first of all, that like this woman who absolutely is the woman of my dreams and I love deeply and endlessly, I'm going to be marrying her. And then also, you know, it, it's a package deal somewhat, you know, I get, I get to be <laughs> literal cousins, cousins yeah. in law with, with my, with my best friend for, you know, the last seven years. So it was, yeah. it was a special moment. Definitely started tearing up a little bit and just enjoyed the rest of that weekend, you know, went all over the place got to see got to see my family got to see my my grandparents who I haven't seen for like a year year and a half maybe even co- close to like a couple years now um just all around a very very special weekend and up to Saturday Detroit, had a,
0: had a late uh, night Thanksgiving. Exactly. With a very, very and,
1: late night Thanksgiving, which by the way, Mr. Staten was very, very good. If you're, if you're listening to this episode and <laughs> I, I can't say I've ever had Thanksgiving dinner <laughs> at like what? one thirty two in the morning.
0: <laughs> Look, it was like Christmas Eve. Okay. It's, yeah. it's one in the morning, but it's the night before <laughs> the game. Okay. Exactly. This is literally. Honestly, I don't know. I love Christmas now even, but mm-hmm. at this age, now that I'm not a kid anymore, that evening, it kind of does feel like my Christmas Eve now. Like Christmas yeah. is great still, but that's just a whole another level. Yeah, and we but had
1: especially especially I, this I, year with the with the stage that that game was on with the the eleven and versus versus eleven O for the second straight year. Number two versus number the three. Last,
0: the last time that that game will be an elimination game. Pretty high, much su- such
1: high stakes. Ever. Ever. It's possible we see it. You know where it's. Where both teams are maybe having a little bit of a down year, and it's you know t- fighting for that 12th spot. But even that, just I mean, this was, and there's still a way for the Buckeyes to get in. I'll, I'll save that for from my college football talk video and my my audience over there. But there's still a way well, the Buckeyes could get in. But really, this one for the most part was yeah. an elimination game.
0: I don't want to get too too off far off the the story though. So let's right. bring it back. So right,
1: right. First of all. <clears throat> It's pretty
0: cool to to be at my in laws' house and look over and I see PDB walk in the door at the family Thanksgiving. So first of right. all, that's just epic. That was a very <laughs> special moment. Yeah, that's when I kind of realized, like, okay, yeah, we're actually going to be family. Like that's literally insane to me. <laughs> so first of all, praise God for that. It's Amen. just it's a story. You it's know, all part of there's his so plan. many. Yeah, there's so many different things in our lives that little things. Every little thing has such an impact in our future. Every little thing. I mean, if, for example, I ended up at Liberty Christian because, a long story, but it was kind of a custody battle between my parents. I almost didn't go to my dad's house, almost stayed at my mom's. I would have stayed at Pickerington. I never would have met Peter. Hmm. But guess what? Everything in my parents' relationship had to go the way it did. That custody battle had to go the exact way it did for me to even go to Liberty to meet Peter. Hmm. And if I would have never met you, you would have never met Brooke. I mean, who knows what would have happened. Right. So it's just an amazing display of God's sovereignty. Yeah. Um, and that's actually what I mentioned. And we we'll, I guess I'll get into that a little bit later. It's what I mentioned at the What Are We Thankful For? God's mm-hmm. sovereignty. You know, and it's just, I think it's because I was reflecting on all that. But what a moment. I know there was a few, like, we were having our huddles Planning our our game day planning when I say game day, I mean proposal right, you know, and yeah, she was getting sus she was getting sus I mean, there was a couple there was me and Peter and Sarah and uh my brother in law Daniel, and we were huddled out behind a house, and she was getting sus I mean she came out there a couple times we had to like break off awkwardly and try yep. to throw the football around like and act like we were
1: talking about the game or something like that, yeah. you know, yeah, a couple of different conversation points, I think.
0: Yeah, and then we had a plan, and the plan was we're going to play a 3 and 3 football game. I'm going to break away to, quote-unquote, use the bathroom. So I went inside, (laughs) grabbed Peter's massive... Huge camera, it's like <laughs> well, impossible I, I, to hide.
1: I will say, yeah, I should have. I probably should have adjusted the lens, but I know, I know the quality on that lens is really good. It's a, it's like an ultrasonic lens that I use for for shooting sports. So it's it's more so designed it's like for like having the fast a bazooka. stuff. Let's just put it, it that way. It, it, that's kind of what it feels like a little <laughs> bit, yeah. So or, or a grenade I, launcher in Fortnite, <laughs> How about that yeah. too.
0: <laughs> yeah, I had I had to have. So I don't know if you laid the scene, but there, you know, Sarah's house or my. Father and mother in law's house, uh, there is a a deck overlooking the backyard. So the mm-hmm. whole family, they, the whole family knew it was going to happen. So right. they were all out on the deck,
1: looking down below to
0: watch this little football game that was happening. So, which surprisingly, had, tasked, Brooke said she
1: wasn't suspicious about that. She said it's typical of of the Pew family for everybody to kind of gather together. So I, because I, when I saw them all out there, I was getting a little nervous. I'm like, okay, if if, if anything's going to give it away, it's this. But thankfully, thankfully yeah. that didn't.
0: Yeah, and so my task was I'm going to the bathroom, quote-unquote, to grab this camera, and then i got to go wait on the deck and stand up there with everybody else. Without holding Peter, the camera
1: and making it an obvious.
0: Yeah, and then Peter was going to give a cue to Daniel, which was the all-time quarterback, and the the cue was all-go. All-go. So he's yeah. calling the all-go play. And did you call <laughs> it the first, the first time around? Because I know you guys ran the play twice. I think I did the first time, yeah. Yeah, so Daniel was confused because – the all-go was called, and then I think I told you, I signaled up for to you, like, run one more play yeah, so I can get the camera right. And so Daniel thought it was going to happen. The first play didn't happen, so then he had to run the exact same play again. Right. And I was kind of concerned, like, is she going to run the same route? So, yeah. It, okay, so let's take it back a little bit. I had right. to have a human screen. I had to use <laughs> Leah, Brooke's yeah. sister, as a human screen to just get the camera to the edge of the deck. Cause right. Brooke almost saw me carrying that big old camera. She <laughs> she turned up there and I'm again this camera's like three feet long with the lenses. Right. I'm not even I'm gonna, kidding I mean, I'm gonna, two feet.
1: I'm gonna i I'm gonna show Joe here. I but the I think this is maybe more of a fish eye, but this is like the size of the lens. This one's probably like four, That's four a or four inches the lens. There's
0: literally five sections of the lens.
1: Yeah, well no that that lens yeah. that, that was there is one one piece.
0: Well, it looks like it's four or five normal normal lenses put together. It's a massive lens. But Burke almost caught me, so I, I lucked out. I said, Leah, I need you to come here. I signaled her over. Human screen up to the edge of the deck. And she was recording, but me. it was kinda
1: it kinda felt like, you know, kind of a normal thing to do. We're playing football, she's just recording that. So that probably yeah. helped a little bit too.
0: And I had to have the camera adjusted and ready to go, and I didn't want to shut off on me for being on standby. I didn't know if your camera did that, but my camera does.
1: So eventually it it eventually uh, does, but that's just like five minutes or something like that. I was
0: kind of weary, weary of that. But anyways, yeah, the moment happens. I Brooke turns around to walk back to the quarterback after the play is over. Then I reach down to get the camera and then it's go time and Peter does it, you know? And yeah, it was a special moment. I was, I was reflecting on, you know, our friendship and I, I'm somebody who I value my friends a lot. I have, honestly, I have a lot of friends. I always did always will probably. Um, I've become much more selective for reasons that's, they're too much, probably too, too much for now to go into detail about, but. Right. You know, I have friends, my, one of my friends, Jalen, I've known since I'm seven years old. You know, I, I've known him for 16 years now and shout out
1: kid chaos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, but you know, I really just can't really put into words and I'm, I need to save a lot of this for my speech, probably for your wedding. Yeah. But, you know, the, the gratefulness that I have for our friendship and our brotherhood and how proud I was of you for that moment and how far you've come. And even earlier this year, I remember talking before either one of us met our, our, my wife and your soon to be wife, right? We were in a relationship and we'd kind of talk about this and, you know, you had stated a couple of times, like, I don't know if I'm ready yet. You know, I don't, I don't still know if I'm there yet. And I remember encouraging you a couple times and just, you know, challenging you to like, you know, just take a look at that and, and take a look at your life and assess like, are you ready? Cause I thought you were ready. You know, I thought you were mostly ready. I, I, again, you live with yourself. So only, you know, but I, right. from the outside looking in, it seemed, you know, you seem like you're ready for that. So, um, but you know, just reflecting on a lot of those high school memories we have, you know, going to, I remember the, you know, the play that you were in when I was there and just all surrounding that. I, I was reflecting back on like even Christmas time and, and Thanksgiving back in the high school days, you know, back in those days we had, and it sticks out to me because of this, the 2016 Michigan, Ohio state game. <laughs> yeah. And I remember our photography class and every day I'd have the laptop out and this Brooke, she was pretty chill. So she didn't really care. And funny, I, funny you know, Mrs.
1: Brooke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Miss Brooks. Yeah, and and Miss Brooks class. Yeah, yeah. Your soon to be wife's name. What are name. the
1: odds? Of, oh my gosh, that is a perfect yeah. puzzle piece right there. Anyways, <laughs>
0: so, you know, sitting there in class, and we'd look at the college football playoff predictor, and, yep. and it was just,
1: it was just a whole lot of fun that year, and you know, and it was on the back just, of like championships over the summer, even too. Every you know, if you were old enough, or I guess young enough during that time, you know about summer sixteen. So. Just kind of that that whole thing went into An that unbelievable school year, year, too. Yeah.
0: An unbelievable year. But there's just some people you come across in your life, and they're very few and far between, but somebody who you meet as a friend, and you just know from the bat that they would never do anything to harm you. They would never do anything to, to, yeah, to, to do anything negative toward you, never have bad will toward you. Mm-hmm. And from the moment we met, I know that's been you, yeah. and... It's just I'm eternally grateful for our friendship, um, and yeah, I was just reflecting on all that, and and it kind of got me a little bit emotional. I think I think you teared up a little bit. I didn't cry any physical tears, but I was getting to, getting there. Yeah, and um, just a, a very special and awesome moment, and again, just amazing to think that God has brought us together as friends and brothers in Christ, but also literally family now. <laughs> yeah, you know, and just exactly. the blessing that'll come from that. I have no idea one day we'll probably look back even more and say what a blessing this hmm. union of friendships and and family will be yeah um but you know something we need to be in prayer about a lot is protection over each of our individual relationships Amen. and our collective relationship as a family and you know everything we're doing here it's just a big deal so yeah really awesome moment really great time for at Thanksgiving and uh spending time with family and you know it was awesome spending time with my dad's with you guys and um you know I know the result of the game wasn't what you wanted but but boy was um, it thrilling it was a thrilling game <laughs> it really was it yeah. was a big game it was honestly I I would put that up there that was my 2016 you had 2016 you had the on the winning the double, end double yeah. overtime sudden death victory yep. That awesome moment, and then this year Even was that for it was, us, Michigan. It tennis.
1: was a very similar score too, thirty to twenty-seven versus thirty to twenty-four. So yeah, <laughs> it's funny. It I ended mean, on one play, effectively, exactly. You know? Yeah, I mean, oh yeah, it, there might have been a kneel down after the the interception, but yeah, it came down came down to that. So it was. I mean, especially looking back and, at it, and and being somebody now who has to look at sports. You know, I could still be a fan, but I do have to look at it from a neutral perspective because of the job that I do. Like looking back at that game. Oh my gosh. You literally I mean you literally could probably not write a better version of the game if you tried. Like just the the no. the quick the no, quick start the quick start for Michigan, the response by Ohio State to narrow the gap heading into halftime, carrying that momentum into the second half. Then Zach Zinter pr- praying for his recovery because that was, uh, you know, a very serious leg injury. Absolutely never want to see that happen to, to anybody on the football field, especially somebody um, who is such just a, a, an integral part of that Wolverines team. And you yeah, see that happen. the biggest leader on that team. In terms of, yeah, in terms of, like, just the the true leadership, yeah. Leadership. and, and yeah. You see, I saw Joel Klatt talk about this a little bit, too, and he, he started tearing up about this because it's, like, seeing the impact, like, and he heard, he said something that we didn't see watching the game on our TVs was, like, and you, you've probably seen this on social media a little bit, but, like, the crowd started chanting, like, let's go, Zach, while they were in commercial, and the the Wolverines just fed off of that. it was I think it was it was 17 to 17 probably at the time. Blake Coram yeah. runs in a touchdown, puts up the six five and that kind of spearheaded the effort. Play. very next play spearheads the effort. they go ahead by 10. And again though, Ohio State comes back they get a huge stop on third down late and, and make things interesting give themselves a chance to win and then two plays and they're already inside the 40. And so that, you know, a little bit, I, I know from seeing, I from was seeing convinced. Brooke, Joe, Sarah, and and Mr. Staten's faces during that moment, I'm like, you know, <laughs> I was kind of on the edge of my seat, you know, kind of like rubbing my hands together a little bit, getting all excited and everything, because I'm like, here we go. Buckeyes win these sort of games. And you guys were thinking, like, even though you've won the last two, when it's these close games, especially during your lifetime, Joe, those are games that Michigan typically loses, 06, yeah. 2016, 2013. But this time... Man, I mean, you
0: could even say 2012. I don't. I don't know if you remember yeah. that game, but you guys undefeated season with Urban first season. I think you won 26 to 21, and that was a yeah. That was a eight and four Michigan team, you know. But the, the close games, yeah. You'd always pull them out, and I I I talked to my dad today about it, and he was like, that game was slipping away. I could feel it <laughs> slipping away. The whole time it was the whole second half. Every time Michigan got like a spur of momentum, I was just sitting back like I don't care. This game's not over yet. I've seen this too many times. Yeah, and you guys had a minute left with no timeouts and a bad return. You started on the 18 yard line. Yeah, short of the 20. You didn't even get out to the 20.
1: Not even and 25. There there we are. Back now, so yeah,
0: with a chance to win and just what a spectacle! (laughs) Two versus three, the Mm -hmm. the most the highest viewed game since what 2011? 2011 2011 LSU, LSU? lsu
1: auburn that what was built as the game of the century number okay. one against number two yeah
0: yeah i mean just an incredible game i it, it didn't go your way i gave you credit because peter watched it with four michigan fans and yeah
1: after I, I, i'll I mean, say i, I think I, t- I texted somebody else about this i'm like i've experienced 2021 in the big house I think at this point I can handle pretty much anything. No, yeah, anything that, with Wolverines at this There's Wolverine no way worse to than that. No, no <laughs> not yeah. even close. I've,
0: <laughs> I've seen a few polls, even on Twitter, and yeah, it was like, what, what win was your favorite? And it said 21, 22, or 23. Hmm. And the the winner is 21. I mean, people yeah. still think just because of like that was the first time in forever. It was right. a big win. It was in the snow. It was like a movie. And right yeah I don't think it can get much worse as an Ohio state fan than to be at that game, well, but. especially
1: for me, the difference of being surrounded by a hundred plus thousand versus four people that that i i you know I love all four of you too so that that's no yeah. biggie <laughs> well yeah and i, I felt kind of bad, but you
0: know there's one game on in the calendar where I don't care who i'm around i'm I'm gonna get it hyped up yeah. like when we score and everything and I kind of felt bad afterward but I was like you know that's just it's part of this game, and nah. there's no it's it's Still all good, disrespect yeah. it's no, no bad blood not. but it's just how the game is you know yeah. but and it's it's something a to be weekend.
1: it's something to be grateful for you know it's even this is very very minimal compared to the the good and bad in life but it is to me kind of I guess now looking at it like having the realization of being thankful even when things don't go your way and again this is a very unserious case of that it's a football game but at the same time it is like you know, even for my perspective, when thing, when something doesn't go your way, kind of just, I think, and maybe, maybe we could start going into this a little bit, like just being grateful for the people that you have around you, because that was something too, like in that moment, having literally my fiance next to me, having, having my best friend and his wife, and then my best friend's dad, it was like, you know, just kind of being grateful for that. And yeah, in, in the, few minutes after the game, I was pretty much, I was sulking a little bit. You know, I kind of just had my face in my hands a little bit and was, you know, just very disappointed. But then after that, just kind of the realization, you know, we went out to, to pizzas, shout out Roma's in, in the, you oh, know, the Detroit the areas, in the Detroit area. So just kind of having that realization the of eggnog. like, Come the on. eggnog, the oh Colder's eggnog. eggnog. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I need, you need to send me a couple, a couple of cartons <laughs> of that out here. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm going to be getting some again on Christmas. Okay, so I'm, I'm already looking forward to that. You might have to ship bought, one out here. Yeah, <laughs> we we bought a whole other bottle the next day, and yeah. it, it was gone. I mean, within a day.
1: I mean, I probably literally, I probably had almost half of that when we were there.
0: No, yeah, I, I was, I was talking with Sarah, and I was, we were like, I was, like, did you have much of that eggnog? I, d- I didn't have a whole lot of it. And I was like, no, I think Peter, I, think he I mean, I, did some I offered. To that eggnog. I
1: offered, but nobody else was taking. Yeah. I'm like, okay, don't have to tell me twice. It was just so good though. That it stuff was, was so rich. Oh my gosh, yeah. man. It hit so hard. So good. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so memorable weekend. Um very but, memorable. I mean what you're saying about this is something I learned as a in, in those losing years as a Michigan fan is, you know, I'm a I'm as big of a Michigan fan as they come, but when you lose like when you put your identity I, hmm. I wouldn't I never put my identity in Michigan football ever, but you know, when a lot of your, like, when that's, like, your main hobby almost. Or, or when you get a lot of happiness, happiness from it, too. Yeah. It's something you follow closely. You know, you pay attention to recruiting. You, you pay attention to the offseason. You know, you're you you you're invested in this team. And when they come up short, it makes you realize, like, you're forced to to kind of assess things and say, okay, now that this is out, now now that this is over and they lost, like, you know, what am I going to do with my time? Uh, hmm. What am I, what really matters? And I, in, in those years, in the losing years, as big a, as a Michigan fan as I am right now, um, those years taught me, like, yeah, I, I, my focus and my identity and everything like that should be completely disassociated with this football team. Hmm. And, you know, it just forced me to, like, I guess, become more. I don't know i would you call it a mature perspective on on the on something like f- watching football I mean it's I think it's, so yeah,
1: I think that's a good word for it probably or I guess just, it's just more measured maybe learning, you just know? a little bit more yeah. like yeah just like seeing it and, seeing and seeing it for what that, it is it's 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 ultimately yeah, there's a lot of money that's in sports, especially college sports now, but ultimately it's and yeah people get paid for it too, but ultimately it's it's pretty much recreation. It's just yeah, at the end of the day, it's for fun. It's for it's for entertainment. It doesn't. It's for bragging rights. It's this what yeah. it
0: is. It's literally <laughs> for like friendships like ours, where we where have Ohio State, and Michigan fans. It's literally and, and for I will say jo- little jokes here and there, right? And, you know, the, and like and that.
1: the little jokes and stuff like that are, are cool. It's fun. I know we enjoy that. I know Brooke and I already enjoy that too. But you talk about bragging rights. I think that's something where you do have to be careful because that a lot of times bra- wanting to have bragging rights comes from pride because yeah. you want to be able to be like. We won, ha, you know we're we're the better team, yeah. and it's like if if that's where it's coming from, then that that can be a little bit dangerous, and I know you know at times i you know feel like we probably maybe i mean, I can't speak for you, I can say that I have probably been there at times, but just kind of having that realization that like first of all we're just fans, you know, and you know we're not we're not doing anything really to contribute to that i don't I don't want to take away from being a fan because I think it's one of the funnest things in. One of the funnest things that we can do in life, like outside of outside of faith and relationships, is being a fan of us a, of a sports team. It can also be sometimes the most heartbreaking too, but it is like yeah. you know, just just the, it, it is it's for enjoyment. And it was something that we talked about kind of right in the middle of the game, and may, I think even a little bit before actually, because they had talked about I think it was like Urban Meyer or something mentioned something about like. Finding identity, like having an identity of being being a fan of that team or even being a player, and it's like we we said this before yeah, the like, game. It's, it's like, like
0: he's like it's not a game, it's not a day, it's not a week. It's, it's your identity. This is a lifestyle. Yeah, this is a lifestyle. That's what he said. Yeah. So he it's might like, have said identity too, but I I heard him say lifestyle several times.
1: Yeah, I, I think he might have said identity. I think I br- I briefly heard that. Maybe you guys had had gone away from the TV for a little bit, but e- either way, you know, it's it's something that is that people would certainly. Um, feel feel that way of like finding an identity in a sports team and I think we talked about before the game kind of midway through and near the end of it that like you know once this game is over it's fun it'll be something that you know for the winner it'll be fun to look back on for the loser it'll be a little bit tough but really there's that's not where we find our identity it's it's ultimately in Christ and more important than the players of the team that we support are the the family and loved ones around us
0: and how grateful are we to have Married into a family that has such a faith-based, you know, faith emphasis, and right. the very first moment we got there, we all kind of gathered around the TV and, and watched this video of uh, the like the lineage of Jesus mm-hmm. and the genealogy of Jesus and how each every single name leading up to Jesus, um, if you read the meanings, the Hebrew meanings of the names, it, it pretty much told the story of Christ, which is incredible. Right. But the blessing Power of, of that, and I. You know, I think that just, you know, we are given the torch in that way. And shout out to Roger Pugh, mm-hmm. Grandpa Pew. Yep. You know, he, he really has left an impact and legacy on this family. And Amen. I know there are certain people in our families, you know, my grandpa, even my mom's side, Grandpa Corner and my dad, you know, and my mom um, have done a similar thing with me. And I just think... First of all, I'm just so grateful for that, and um, I think as men um, in, in our specific family, I think it's just on us to, to carry that torch, and mm-hmm. I, I was thinking, you know, kind of in those moments, like, there's going to be one day when we are the father and w- when we're the grandfather, hmm. and we have to be the ones who set this, set the tone for the family, um, and that's just something I've been thinking about and reflecting on from the from the holiday, Yeah, and you know, just also some of the conversations I had with, uh, grandpa Pew and, um, been really, I've, I've shared a little bit on this podcast previously, but been going through probably the most challenging thing I've personally been through in my life. Um, this steroid withdrawal on my skin has just been really, really difficult. And I feel like kind of had a breakthrough, you know, on this weekend. And, um, you know, there was moments this weekend that was a little bit tough for me. It's, it didn't really show it as much, but I mean, you know, it's just being itchy, right? Like, I'm in front of everybody, and I'm just, my skin kind of feels sometimes like it's crawling. It's really tingly and itchy and dry and just uncomfortable. Um, and kind of had a, a conversation with Grandpa Pew about my situation. He prayed over me, and he's very experienced in healing prayer. And we'd like to have, maybe have him on one day and talk about that. But we were Definitely. talking about a separate episode for, you know, how to pray, power of prayer. But, just a really impactful conversation, shifted my perspective, and you know, it goes along with being grateful because, you know, it he kind of said, you know, the way you should be praying is not, you know, Lord, please heal me. It's it, and repeatedly asking is like once you ask, once the deed is done, you've been healed. You by, by His stripes, you are healed, and it's kind of just having a perspective in prayer of gratefulness, you know, even in the tough times, and it's so so difficult sometimes. I mean, just last night, I mean, sometimes. I don't know if you have any situations like this, Peter, that you can relate to, but if you're just caught in some negativity, because I mean, there's sometimes where going through this withdrawal, um, you know, sometimes first half of my day is great and I'm strong mentally, strong spiritually, and just some like something kind of bothers me, and then like you start going down that negative thought train and just get a little bit lazy and not disciplined in your thinking, and pretty quickly you can end up in a negative space, and you know, last night, kind of a striking moment, you know spending time with my wife and she just kind of started praying and thanking God. And that, honestly, that moment changed, completely changed my perspective for the rest of the evening. I slept, mm-hmm. slept great last night. And it's just, I think the perspective of gratefulness, which is emphasized around Thanksgiving and the holidays mm-hmm. is something so crucial to have, um, not only in our daily lives, but I think what I've realized even more recently is, is especially in prayer. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if you have any other reflections on that specifically or just from this weekend, but that was something that really stood out to me.
1: Yeah. Well, in terms of getting caught in the negativity, I'll answer that since you kind of framed that as a question. Um, I think almost in a similar way, it's more from, from the inside out for me, I feel like for you, it's kind of from the outside in battling anxiety, you know, for, for you, it's outside in with, especially with the skin and everything. For me, it's the inside out, um, with, with my anxiety. Sometimes it's, we talked about this in another episode. I think in both of these situations or maybe a couple of different ones, but about how it's almost comfortable to be in kind of those negative thought patterns sometimes for whatever reason. I know it sounds it's ridiculous, easy. but you will it's, it's easy. easy. It, it takes may, yeah, effort to get out of it. Exactly. And that, that might sound crazy, but I think that really is true. I think both Joe and I can speak from experience for that. And I imagine people listening, I imagine you listeners can kind of, kind of relate to that. And yeah, I think the only way, really, to get get out of that is just to be grateful for for the blessings that you do have, for the people that are around you, and grateful, like you said, also for for the healing that God provides. and And ultimately, I think, too, just being grateful for the plan that He has for our lives, because it is true. I know we, we talked about this a little bit before the episode, the idea of praying, you know, Lord, if you will, or you know, Your will be done. You know, there are there are times where healing will not come in. In this in this existence Ultimately healing always does come For those who believe When we do pass on When we are brought before The presence of Jesus But regardless I think Again just having that gratefulness For the power that we That we have Through Jesus You know it's nothing that we've done In our own accord Nothing that we've done To deserve it or to earn it It's simply God's gift to us And all we have to do is accept it I mean that Starts with salvation but even healing, you know, relief from difficulties in life, overcoming sin, you know, having healthy relationships, whether that's, you know, marriages like like for Joe and I or, or just with family, friends, all that stuff. It's being grateful for the path that God lays out for us. And I think... That was in, in the, the uh you know, circle that we had where we talked about things we were grateful for. Pew family calls it the sap circle because a lot of times people get a little <laughs> bit sappy and start tearing up and crying a little bit. But what what I yeah. said was I'm grateful for new opportunities because not my year um I feel like the the podcast was something that we had done previously, but I feel like there were new opportunities this year with this. Um with my work outside of the podcast was promoted right at the beginning, literally like new year's day. Effectively I took over as sports editor at the paper there. And then obviously biggest of all is, is meeting Brooke all, you know, within this year too. And just having, just being so grateful for the new opportunities that God places in front of me. And I think that that kind of ties into the, the ease of being in negative situations. I wouldn't say, aside from maybe my anxiety and at times a little bit of maybe pride in, in the accomplishments that I've, that I've had. Um, but it's, it's, it's more so just being, being grateful for the new opportunities to grow and for maybe getting out of some of those, again, easy negative thought patterns or, or attitudes or, or actions. And so I think, you know, that, that gratefulness is something that I cannot, Stress enough for those new opportunities for the growth that I've had this year, and just looking back at this past year, I know we still still got a month left, so I don't want to look back at the, the, this year being like you know it's it's all done now, but because um, I do I want to maximize this last month and. That's that's another topic for another time. I think a lot of people want to wait to the new year to start with resolutions. Just quickly, don't do that. Make that change now. It's an excuse. Exactly. If you finish this last month strong, just think about what you can accomplish next year. But again, that's a different point for another episode. But just kind of, and even that too. I think there there's an aspect of being grateful for what's ahead. Like Lord, I thank you. For whatever you have in front of me Whatever that looks like Whether it is challenging Or whether it's full of blessings Or more likely than not It's a mix of both So Lord I thank you for these opportunities um, And I don't know if we, if we want to get into prayer Maybe I'll say save some of that for, for that But just again being, being thankful for Being thankful for what's happened in the past And being thankful for the blessings that he's provided For the lessons he's taught you being thankful for this present moment, the moment that we're living in right now, because something that Grandpa Pew talked about—that this is what he said for his thing that he was thankful for—was like every breath that he takes, you know. And and, and I'm not going to get too into that because I don't want I don't want to share his personal things. But like just being grateful for every breath that we take—it's a gift. And just being in that present moment is such a blessing. And and then also again, yeah. the the third part of that is is looking ahead to the future and being grateful you know for me in in the near future that's obviously something that's huge just getting married you know for for both of us something that's probably because we're both going to be married by by march next year something that you know is is down the line probably not too far away is is having kids lord willing and it's it's crazy. just it's crazy <laughs> to think about that too yeah <laughs> But Crazy. I mean, so many things and just like an expanding family too. I think that's beautiful. It's something that, it's something that my dad has also seen and something that kind of, you know, just, just hits him hard is hard in a good way, obviously is like the, the way that our family is growing with, with Johnny, Johnny, marry my brother marrying his wife like a year and a half ago now, um, you know, me finding, finding a spouse and, and just the, the way that our family is expanding as well is is beautiful. And I think it's it's something that's so important to be grateful for just everything everything in our lives good bad ugly everything that we have is is there for for god's purposes and i think there's no greater blessing than realizing that
0: yeah um i think it'd be a good time to maybe read the uh, second scripture i was talking about isaiah 41:10 Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Behold, all who are incensed against you shall be put to shame and confounded. Those who strive against you shall be as nothing and shall perish. Hmm. Um, You shall seek those who contend with you, but you shall not find them. Those who war against you shall be as nothing at all. For I, the Lord your God, hold your right hand. It is I who say to you, fear not, for I am the one who helps you. And kind of tying that into Isaiah forty twenty nine through 31, he gives power to the faint, and to him who has no might, he increases strength. Even youths shall faint and be weary, and young men shall be shall fall exhausted. But they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. Those who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary, they shall walk and not, not faint. faint. And again, just underlining the importance of being grateful at all times, even through really, really tough situations. That's it's been a battle for me in, in this situation. And but I can honestly tell you, you know, I through some of the experiences I've been through in my life, you know, I've seen I've seen some pretty challenging situations and, you know, my parents with their health situations and just other various things. I feel like I've learned the lesson. I say this humbly because um, I'm a human being, but I, I feel like God has taught me, you know, even in the toughest circumstance, like I strive to never look at God and say, like, why me, God? Like, I, or have anger toward God. Like, if I'm ever dismayed or, or dis- disappointed or, or down, you know, I'm very discipline mentally to confine that to my own emotion and not to, not to be angry toward god and i think it's that's so important whenever you're going through something that's that's tough and you know whether whether that's anxiety or a physical situation or family's problems or whatever i think that that discipline can help you through it it's definitely helped me through it but you know just relying on him you know he gives power to us and Going back to your point about prayer, and, and maybe we probably should save a lot of this for that episode, but in the same way that if you take somebody, if you take two people and one person has so much faith in themselves, right? We can look at somebody like, I don't know, what's a good quarterback who has a lot of faith in himself? CJ Stroud, I think, has a good amount of faith in himself. He believes in himself, right? Mm-hmm. No matter what situation happens. Or you could go back to like JT Barrett, you know, a great Ohio State quarterback, many games looked like they were down and out probably. And he had that undying belief
1: and faith in himself, he's going to win the game. Or how about Cardale Com- Jones when everybody else was doubting him too, yeah. third string quarterback, national yeah. championship. You, can-
0: you compare somebody like that to another quarterback, let's say, who doesn't have faith. He he hmm. says he speaks a language, but it, but does he really believe in himself? No, and he doesn't win in those big moments. And I think in the same way with our walk with God and our prayer, you know, you can take two people who are Christians and one person can say the things and they and they you know they say that they that um, they believe what they're saying and they say they pray that they say they do but they don't really in their heart they don't believe it they don't have faith and compare that to another Christian who does that they have the faith you know they they have you know repeatedly just put their trust in God I do think that can have an outcome on prayer you know, I, I think that a lot of the onus, and I'm, we said this before the podcast, can be on us, and whether that's healing, whether that's changing of circumstances. You know, I think we have a duty, and and I know that because Jesus said it, and He said James one six, let him ask in faith with no doubting, for the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. Um. Matthew 21, Jesus answered them, Truly I say to you, if you have faith and do not doubt, you will not only do what has been done to the fig tree, but if, even if you say to this mountain, be taken up and thrown into the sea, it will happen. Um, so what happened to the fig tree? Jesus cursed the fig tree. Hmm. What do we know in the Bible? It says the power of life and death is in the tongue. Yep. We have the power to curse or to give life. Amen. And Jesus saw the, we saw the physical manifestation of that in the fig tree. But we have the power with our speech to curse, or to give life. And I think in our previous episode, maybe, or maybe we just talked about this off the podcast, but, there and we need to study this more and maybe have an episode on it, but speech, oftentimes, and I think, honestly, I think always overrides thought. If you have a negative thought pattern and you continually speak life, you say, I rebuke you, hmm. uh, th- that is not of God, I walk in faith, I, this, is, this is my mindset, I speak it, Mm -hmm. Repeating that enough will override your thought. And guess what? Speaking enough, which Jesus said we have the power to do, speak life and death. Speaking enough can instill faith. Hmm. You know, how many times have we talked about action precedes belief sometimes? Right. Sometimes you have to walk in faith before you actually believe it. You know, if you make a YouTube video, when you make your first YouTube video, chances are, do you actually fully believe that, okay, I can have 100,000 subscribers? Probably not, but you... That seed of faith is what prompts you to go, and that repeated action is what instills that belief inside of you. And in the same way, I think speech and prayer is the same thing. If we repeatedly just refuse to accept, you know, what's not true, if we refuse to accept what Satan has in store for us or what we, you know, what is evil, that is how we build faith. But I think Mm -hmm. we have a responsibility, you know. And I think, I do think that can affect the outcome of things. Um, Yeah. So... I guess that's a long winded way to bring it back to your point about, you know, healing may not come at a specific time. Change in your life may not come at a specific time, but faith does matter. Mm -hmm. Faith matters a whole lot. And Jesus taught us that. And we do have a responsibility to have faith and to believe, even if it's not easy. And sometimes Mm -hmm. that action precedes belief. And, yeah, I, I just think coming in, into prayer and coming into that, you know, what I'm talking about there with putting your trust in God and having that belief, I think the, the attitude of gratefulness is important mm-hmm. because, you know, I prayed for healing the very first week I was having this experience and, you know, I, I was grateful in the moment for, and I would pray it, you know, what are you showing me through this, Lord? You know, I'm grateful already for the lessons you're going to teach me, at least for mm-hmm. the patience or endurance you're teaching me. Right. The spirit of gratefulness is important, like no matter what stage you're at and in whatever you're going through when you're praying. But faith is super important too. So, yeah. you know, it's a, it's a testament to our faith. And I think it's a testament to God's faithfulness and sovereignty. Just the blessings that we've seen in our lives recently, mm-hmm. um, even amongst some challenges. And Amen. you know, that it's not because we're perfect. You know we are far from nope. perfect, we're sinful yeah. um but what did what did Jesus say by grace, you've been saved through faith, not by works that's no mention you know, by works, yeah, yeah, our works does not earn our salvation, it doesn't earn God's grace. We don't do anything to earn God's grace. Hmm. He gives it freely, amen, and God's faithful to those who he chooses what did he say matthew six thirty three all things work for the good for those who are called according to my purpose. Hmm. So what does that mean? That means if you're called, if you're saved, if you have faith in God, all things in your life will work for the good. So we can have faith even in the in the in what we perceive to be bad things. You know, to be honest, a quote unquote bad thing is what caused me to be at Liberty Christian and to mm-hmm. meet you. So there's a whole lot of things that we could that, that happen like that in our lives. And yeah, I say all this to, to just wrap up the point about gratefulness in this time of year allows us to reflect on that and you know I think the stories that we shared and what's happened recently just with your proposal um, and, and my marriage I think is a testament to that and I'm excited to see what God has in store and I'm also excited because I feel like something's shifted and I feel like the Lord is healing me right now I know hmm. I know he's healing me Amen. but I feel like it's happening quickly so I, yeah. it's pretty exciting um, but something that we can still be in prayer about and if there are any listeners Always. that can pray you know just for um, I guess, I guess not for for God to heal me because I know He's healing me, but just maybe like, if He's willing, you know, to go quicker. So, but I'm excited nonetheless. I'm <laughs> yeah. excited because I'm seeing some some good signs. So. Right, right. Yeah. Any other examples that you can share of of God's faithfulness before we wrap this
1: up? Um, there's so many. I mean, there, there there's a lot. I, I one thing that I one point that I also wanted to make job shelter I mean, job. Yeah, it, it's it's pretty easy to go down a list, but. Um, sometimes we kind of forget to to be grateful for the little things. I um, mean, I've even got like the ability to have a Christmas tree right next to me, right here, as I'm recording, to just kind of add some life in here and everything, and have the Christmas spirit and everything. I mean, obviously, the Christmas spirit is Jesus' birth, but Christmas tree is is a festive way to get into that. But but one thing that I was going to say when it, when you're talking about the repetition, I, I think the repetition of belief paired with the repeti- repetition of gratefulness is an unbeatable combo because I think when you have oh, a, a, yeah. a pattern of repetitive gratefulness, you will begin to see the good even in the bad situations. And then and then when you pair that with a belief that when you're in those bad situations, God's going to get you through them, then first of all, you see those bad situations for what they are and you're grateful that they're part of God's plan. And you also have the belief that God will provide relief from those belief that he'll provide relief from those problems. Hey. <laughs> so I, I just, I w- I wanted to kind of hammer that home a little bit too, before we probably get, get wrapping up here. But yeah, in terms of being grateful, I mean, there's a whole list, you know, just the basic needs that we have as humans, having those, having those provided um, shelter, food, water, you know, and, and having just the blessing of a family and friends close, close and close and loved ones to all of us. and, just I mean again there's there's so much to be grateful for and obviously for me it's just an incredible season to be to be engaged to have a fiance and, and to be you know not long away from from being a husband husband and wife is is the greatest blessing I could have in, in this season obviously the greatest blessing that any of us can have is the gift of Jesus Christ but in this season it is it is it's a season to be very very grateful and I'm so incredibly blessed and It's, it's a different feeling too. I'll say, you know, dating, dating is fun. Having a girlfriend is is fun, but like the commitment of, of being engaged to somebody is like a whole nother level of that. Just like joy and love that you have for each other. Yeah. And it starts setting in and I'm just kind of been having that realization. You know, I think we both did a little bit, um, really throughout the weekend. And then when we kind of were, we're getting ready to say goodbye, Brooke and I both like we're realizing just like how, how it does feel different being engaged versus just, just dating, even though, even though for a while now we knew that that marriage was the end goal really from the start. I think that's, it's not always what you need at the start of a relationship, but I think knowing that if you do commit, you're committed for life. uh, I think that is, is just, you know, you can't state how important that is in a relationship, but, but yeah, having, having it kind of locked in, so to speak is something to be incredibly grateful for and is kind of just grown us even closer to each other so so much to be grateful for this this holiday season I'm so blessed to be able to have a platform like this to be able to to not only first of all it, it's a blessing to come on here and really it just feels like I'm having a conversation with my best friend so yeah. that's an incredible blessing and I know Joy at the beginning you said you know a bunch of a bunch of great things about me and I just I'm so grateful for, for our friendship and for the bond that we've, that we've built over these last seven years now. And just for, for all the moments, like you said in high school, I mean, it was funny. I don't remember the, the exactly what you said earlier, but like off the bat, you said off the bat, knowing that, you know, you can, you can trust each other. And I was like, yeah, it oh, was, yeah. it was literally off the bat for us. <laughs> <Literally>, so. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, just, PDB, just
0: we, we need to hit PDB's coming through. Yeah, Trust him right off the bat,
1: right off the bat, and we got we got to hit the cages sometime too. On another note, but that's that's yeah. for off the podcast. So maybe we record Definitely. an episode in the cages. That'd be interesting. Hear a little p- <laughs> the, the crack of the bat in the background. <laughs> I don't know how much the
0: listeners would like that.
1: But no, it would probably distract be, a little bit. But a little distracting. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, it's, I mean, we like it. But hey, right. It's uh, I did want to read. I'm probably not going to read all of these that I pulled up. I think I might just read Psalms 100 real quick because I just kind of wanted to add this scripture to. Um, Psalms 100, starting in verse 1. I think this is the attitude that we should live with during this season. Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us, and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good, and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. Amen. Amen. And that's, that's, Lord, let that be my prayer during this holiday season to just
0: yeah. glorify you. Yeah, I mean, we can just go right into prayer with that. Yeah, I can. I can lead us.
1: Okay. Go ahead. Lord, thank you
0: for this day and ability to speak with each other and, and just uh, just talk about the good the beautiful truth in your word and your faithfulness and just the attitude that we should have. Lord, I know we, we don't always have that attitude of gratefulness. Um, and we're not perfect in our discipline, but I just pray that you would allow us to become more disciplined and learn from every challenging situation in our lives or in every good situation. Um, pray that we are prayerful and and thankful even in the good moments, not only, not just the bad moments and, Mm -hmm. uh, just thankful for our family and everything you're doing here. Just pray that, we continually um just reflect on some of these things and just remember um where you have brought us in our lives and remember your sacrifice for us remember all the fighting you do on our behalf every single day and we just thank you that everything that everything that happens in our lives works for the good and we just praise you for that truth and praise you for your upcoming the upcoming holiday the ability to celebrate your birth and um I just pray for everybody listening today that they are reminded of the spirit of gratefulness we, we must have and just uh, that they walk away from today's episode with just a feeling of peace in their hearts and their minds. In Jesus' name.
1: And Lord, I just echo all of that. I thank you for for the blessing of of having this friendship, having this podcast, for for the relationships that we both have. I pray that you would continue to bless and lead those and thank you that really at the core of both of those even more than our love for each other for joe for sarah and and me for brooke lord is is our love for you and i pray that that would always be that way because i truly believe and i know even from experiencing it that when that's the case we we love each other even stronger than two so i just thank you for that blessing for for the blessing that that is and i just i I thank you so much lord just for for the ability to have control of our mind to find gratefulness rather than rather than looking for the bad and getting caught up in the negativity and lord of course that 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 does happen sometimes but i pray for for everybody both both joe and myself and everybody listening lord and you know anybody anybody that's that's struggling with that right now that we would through the good times and bad remember that as the song says you are on your throne and, and you are you are god alone or christ alone and i just just thank you for that reminder i pray that we would be filled with gratefulness during this, not only during this holiday season, but that it would continue after. And I I just thank you too. Christmas is, is often obviously focused around your birth Lord, but I thank you that that symbolized the beginning of your plan of redemption here on earth because to, you know, to, to be born, you also eventually, you know Jesus had to die on the cross and and die for our sins and then rise again and provide hope for for eternal life with you Lord and so I thank you for that I pray that we would be reminded of that even during this during this Christmas season when a lot of it is is more of a celebration and it certainly doesn't have to be a somber somber thing thinking of your death Lord because really it is a blessing as well and just thank you for for how amazing and incredible that is your your sacrifice and just the whole story of of you coming to earth as as a baby and. Being both fully God and fully man, you know, just thank you for that, Lord, and thank you for, for all that you're doing, and I pray that we would just continue to be filled with belief and be filled with gratefulness and to love you and serve you in everything that we say and do and think, and it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen.
0: Amen. Well, I hope everybody... Took something away from today's podcast. If not, at least you heard some cool stories. But I know everybody <laughs> took something away from the podcast. So um, if you made it this far in the episode, thank you for listening. Please like or rate the podcast on Apple and Spotify. And that's it for episode 11. We'll see you in episode 12. Peace.